Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Hope you spent some money, spent some good time with the family, ate some good food. So anyways, I've been, uh, I've been thinking about this week a lot of cultural things. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Now, mind you, I did, I did indulge in some cuisines that I found quite appetizing, and I got quite fat, and the morning after was quite rough. Nevertheless, happy Thanksgiving. I watched a lot of football. It was great. Been chasing fantasy football around like a maniac. I don't think I'm going to win my league, but I have a chance, you know, theoretically. So I'm going to keep on going. Well, what I went wrong with is the running backs, Deontay Foreman and Kenyon Drake. That, that, that That's not your running back core. I do have Latavius Murray. I just got him a few days ago. So we're going to see. But I'll keep you updated. I had a conversation with some ex-coworkers. They were asking me, how do I view myself? So they said, are you American? I was like, yeah. Are you, so you're not, I mean, but you ethnically, you're Arab. I was like, yeah. It's like, do you feel American? It's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, depends, depends what that means. And then this is where, like, the conversation usually can get a little liberal. But the problem is, I, like, I don't want to take it there. But I don't want to sound like I'm a sellout either. But there is a nice little fine line you're kind of walking. I can't talk to people in public the same way I talk to my family. It just doesn't work. It's a different tone to begin with. I have to change my language. Not the actual language, but the severity of the words. I have to keep them a little more sensitive. I have to keep them a little more posh. A lot of the times I miss references to old American things in the 90s. So no, I haven't seen Friday. I probably won't see like Rush Hour. I don't. Uh, I mean, Chris Rock is cool, but the only reason I know who Chris Walk, Rock was because he got punched and he did Everybody Hates Chris. Um, as a kid, I vibed a lot with African American people because I just didn't see myself in white people. I didn't see the um, where I could find um, a character, a caricature, or a template. Of, of something I could become, I always found that around minorities. I just felt my personality was better blended and didn't stick out so much like a sore thumb. Uh, I used to hang out with white people and feel very special, unique, one of a kind. And while those feelings are cool for the moment, they're, they're kind of toxic for you because you're not one of a kind. You're just, you're just a little brown in the skin. You're about as cool as everything else. And... You can't think you're something special. So the questions I would get from white people that kept conversation going long enough wouldn't be the same questions that I kept the conversation going when I would talk to minorities. And now my best friends today are all minorities. I'm not going to say I did that pers- purposefully. I definitely look back and I can, I can see where my life journey, I started to look for acceptance instead of to beg for it. Didn't like begging for it. Also, you have to account for there's just a a wide economic gap. And within this economic gap, there are minorities who've made it and minorities who've not. And and them, they themselves attack each other. Within every minority group, they attack each other. 
So I grew up with racial stereotypes that I won't reveal on the podcast, but that I heard growing up. But they were just the same stereotypes that I would hear from the foreign exchange student that I live with in Ohio, who talked about another specific country that he particularly didn't like. It seemed almost that it started at money and then you distract yourself with characteristics. It's very huge. And it's it's not totally on your parents. It's a generational line. So I've met bums. Let's just call them bums for now. But people who did nothing with their life. Coming from good families. And they still can talk as if they're somewhat intellectual. Somewhat in tune with how the world's moving and, and doing something with their lives. Because their family, they have a they have an uncle. They oh they have this one cousin. They have this one auntie. They got this uh, this nephew in Wyoming. You know, just they have a family member that they learn things off of. They have references to. They have they have the knowledge that the path even exists. I remember I used to tell my parents this. They're like X Y Z about taxes or your driver's license or your car insurance, and I'm like, no one no one's gonna tell me that. I, d- I didn't even know that. I mean, I, d- I just found out eight months ago that if you're high income, I mean, you get taxed out the wazoo. And thankfully, I have parents who've been able to climb the economic ladder. But one thing you never learned is, and I learned this from Thomas Sowell, is that everybody climbs the economic ladder. You're statistically more likely to make it in the top, what is like 10%. Mind you, it only it's, it only lasts for a year or two years, but you are statistically likely to make it in there. Now I don't know how uplifting that sounds. One to two years of having, you know, the life you always imagined or a life close to that. I mean, I did hear this one thing from uh, Muhammad Halbus. I think that's his name, and uh, he said, if you make five hundred dollars a week, then live the life of someone who makes five hundred dollars a week. Okay, the first time I watched it, I got pissed. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Duh. No shit. No shit. You make 500, what are you going to live on? 501? You know, I started thinking, like, what does that really mean? Live. Live. Really live. Live on $500 a week. And I thought maybe, maybe, you know, to live means to live happily. To live in contentment. To remove your constant state of wanting. You're cons- you, the the pro- almost the program consumer mentality that we've let's call it inherited, and then you know you find the logic in it. Now, mind you, I still can look at it and say, no, no shit, dude, five hundred one or five hundred two. But it's important to find the logic in things, unless they're in immediate danger. But finding the logic in somebody will give them the respect from you that they need to maybe make a change or reconcile this conflict. I haven't reconciled anything in my life until I gave the person respect, until I gave them their due. I let them know, man, even undeservingly, because who am I to judge if they deserve something? You got it. You're right. I was wrong. So, happy Thanksgiving. Hope it was a good one. Hope you made a couple of good memories, a couple of new memories, something to add to the, you know, Snapchat memories. I'm always going through those. 
I love posting like a memory from three years ago. It's like, damn, dude, three years. It's like 18% of my life. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Take care. See you next time.